Welcome to the Get Fit AF with Angie Fraser podcast, a fitness channel with a difference. We aim to challenge traditional views on fitness and what it means to be fit AF. We cover real questions from real people, including my clients and friends, chat with inspiring and passionate people, and maybe the odd rant along the way. Join us to get fit AF without the bullshit. So, unfortunately, we're in lockdown. Um, This is session number two in our mind series to help with your motivation and mindset mindset to stay on track with your goals during this lockdown period, which is concerning a few people around not being able to get their normal training in, um, potentially not moving as much, and then there are concerns around Uh, lockdown, weight gain, um, food choices, what should we be doing? So to some degree, it's best if we can maintain the bare minimum health habits during this lockdown, not only for our physical health, but for our mental and emotional health as well. If we can maintain a base level of health habits, it's going to be easier to get back into our ideal routine when we come out of lockdown. You're also going to feel better about yourself. You're going to feel more accomplished as well. That being said, I don't think it's beneficial to overload my clients with loads of workouts, um, calorie targets, macro targets, you know, uh, no excuses motivation during this time because the fact of the matter is that we're all going to feel different things about this lockdown. It's going to impact everybody differently. Um, You might be a small business owner like myself and have some stress and anxiety around what the future holds or how to keep your business um, alive throughout this. You may be a parent who now has to work from home and homeschool your children as well. You may have even um, lost work and uh, that's an awful thing and I hope that's not happening to too many people. Um, you could have any number of things going on that are going to take priority over your fat loss goals just in the short term at least. So what I'd like to do is uh, help you to keep some focus without overly stressing you. Let's not forget that there are a lot of times and instances where fitness goals become an additional stressor in your life. And my aim, even when we're not in lockdown, is to ensure that my coaching does not uh, increase the stress of a person's life, but um, helps support them with the other stresses in their life. So <laughs> that's enough talk about stress. We all, we all know where we're at with that. So how can we stay on track with our fitness goals during lockdown? What does staying on track mean for a start? It's going to look different for everybody. Um, we all know the saying, what gets tracked gets managed, and that's true. But people often oversimplify the idea of tracking to the point where They believe that they cannot diet or do fat loss without literally tracking calories with an app or they cannot 
move more in their daily life without literally tracking their steps with a watch? Neither of those is true. Are you going to want to be 80 years old and still counting your calories with an app? You don't want to rely on that. You need to rely on your own information. You're the expert on your life. And so how can you tick the boxes that are going to matter for you today? I'm going to give you an example of what I do with my online fat loss coaching, a really simple system that I use, which is to, it's a visual system and it's basically just a grid system with a list for my clients with Monday to Friday across the top and their health habits down the left. They literally either tick the boxes or fill in the information into each grid each day. Some of them do it online on the computer. Some of them do it like print it off and put it on their fridge and tick it off. Um, why does this work? There's uh, research around the psychology that humans like to tick boxes um, and like to have a visual representation of making progress in front of them. And that this is why those um, calorie tracking apps can be effective because it's engaging you to, um, to do the, the action each day. The act of logging into the app and tracking your calories to you is like a tick box. And um, we feel accomplished when we do that. The problem when, we, when we're only looking at calories is a measure of, um, or as the, the health habit that we want to do, doesn't account for all the other things that feed into your fat loss, health and well-being as well. So it's only looking purely at calories in and calories out and your health goes much more beyond that. So what are the things that I get my clients to include within their visual system and what do I recommend for you during lockdown I'm going to work probably inversely to what I would normally put as priorities now when you write your your little grid system your list for your grid system I would start with the habit that is going to be a easiest to do easiest to tick off, but be um, a priority for you. So if clients are doing fat loss with me, then energy intake is a priority and we'll track that as either uh, calories in or like tracking their calories if they want to do that or we'll do it via um, portion targets, food, meal targets, um, and that kind of thing, just so they can tick that box, but in a non-calorie related way. Um, in this instance, I probably would, in the instance of lockdown, I'd probably put movement, incidental movement as a higher priority than calories in, um, just because it's going to promote well-being a lot more than tracking your calories at this time. So getting out for those two hours that you're able to be outdoors and exercising, um, you don't need to use the whole two hours, obviously, but just getting out for a walk or a jog for your well-being, um, getting out with your family and getting away from that computer. Um, yes, getting your steps up, but I wouldn't stress so much about getting them up. I've had to let go. I usually do 15,000 steps a day. I've had to let go of that idea because I'm going to spend a lot of time working online, which is a bit different to how I would normally work. So sometimes 
your habit system will look different as there are different priorities. And I would say for most people, most of my clients, the priority is to remain well in a holistic sense. So not only physically in terms of um, managing or avoiding weight gain during lockdown, and I did talk a little bit on this yesterday, um, but your mental health as well. So um, getting some sunshine, literally getting that vitamin D is good for you as well, getting out of the house and away from the computer. So tracking your activity somehow, whatever that looks like for you, so that you can actually tick a box. And if that means going out for a 30-minute walk, if that's all you can manage, fantastic. If For me, I've got um, a bike in my lounge room. If that means spending 20 minutes just pedaling on the bike and listening to a podcast, that's fantastic. So including your activity. Moving on to nutrition, um, continuing to look at a higher protein diet. Um, this is always a priority for my fat loss clients. And I am working with a vegetarian at the moment. We still prioritize dietary uh, plant-based sources of protein to support their fat loss um, because the research tells us that higher protein diets consistently outperform other versions of eating for fat loss, body composition, for maintaining weight loss long-term also. We just uh, we think that they are just easier to stick to for most people. But not only that, increasing your lean sources of protein supports feelings of satiety, uh, supports your overall health um, in general. So having that as a priority, even without tracking macros, I would just say, did I include a lean source of protein? each time I ate. So this morning, for example, I had two eggs on a piece of toast. Yes, that's a tick box. Um, for lunch, I don't even know what I'm going to have for lunch, actually, but it will probably include some chicken or tuna. So that's another tick box. Um, dinner's going to be a roast meat. I don't know. My husband's cooking it tonight. Tick box, beef, lamb, whatever it is. It's probably going to be lamb, I'd say, because he's doing a camp oven. Um, and while lamb is not the leanest cut of meat, it's still a source of dietary protein. So there we go. Um, that that's, would probably be the second thing that I would look at. Um, and the third thing I would look at would be increasing the amount of plant-based foods. So overall, increasing plant-based foods in your diet, fruits and vegetables, improves health outcomes across the board um, so that's always a good thing to do it's not always easy to do when we're in our normal routines and rushing so in lockdown you've potentially got more of an opportunity to prepare some of those foods um, I usually coach my clients to keep it really simple outside of the context of lockdown when they are in a rush grab a microwave microwave pouch of veggies steam fresh veggies go for that um, don't make it harder than it needs to be but, you know, you could potentially have more time to prep these foods and include more in your meals, which is going to promote less calorie intake, satiety, um, increasing fiber intake, micronutrients and water content as well, which leads me to my next habit that I would focus on during lockdown, and that's your hydration. So focusing on getting a minimum, just most 
most people should get at least two litres. If you're a larger body weight, it's going to be even more than that. But hitting that two litre target is going to be beneficial for everyone. So implementing a system where you will drink, say, uh, I measured out one of my cups here and it's, it contains about 300 mils. So if I have a cup of water every hour, I'm going to be hitting that target throughout the day as I go along. Now, this also works for fat loss in that it limits the amount of times that you go looking for a snack because you are dehydrated. Dehydration leads to feelings of fatigue, which then leads to feelings like you need a calorie dense snack to keep you going. Um, so it's taking, I do find personally that um, improving my hydration status helps me to limit my calorie intake for fat loss. Um, and just, I feel so much better when I'm well hydrated to the point I can tell you I'm dehydrated right now from drinking a couple of wines last night and also coffee since I got up this morning and talking the whole morning online and I haven't really had a break yet. So I'll be going for that big glass of water straight after this and then throughout the day as well to hit my target there and start feeling a bit better. Um, it also promotes uh, fat loss in that you, you feel a bit fuller when you're drinking more water. Yes, you do need to go to the toilet a bit more often at first, but as you continue to practice this habit, you tend to adapt. So urine output will increase initially and you may see some weight loss on the scales as a result of that too. So yes, it's water weight, but it also feels nice to feel a little bit inverted commas flushed out. Um, those are the habits that I would focus on as a baseline. So your um, movement, your food intake, your plant-based food, your protein intake, plant-based food intake, hydration, minimum health habits, all plus sleep, making sure that you don't stay up all night scrolling, even though we're in lockdown, um, still getting some good quality sleep. So what kind of sleeping habits can you put in place it might be turning off the screens half an hour before bed so that your brain can wind down it might be listening to a meditation prior doing some kind of relaxing activity to wind down and we are going to be in front of screens a lot more so it's um any time away from those is um beneficial uh, then adding, uh, then I would worry about or not worry about, I'd add on the nice extras such as doing a resistance training workout, whether it's body weight or with equipment, um, going for a run. I would not prioritize these things because they're going to be more difficult to get to potentially for some people, or you may find that you can actually get a bit more in, but in terms of the health-based habits priorities, I would add these as nice optional extras and I wouldn't stress if you don't happen to get to them during the day. Um, that, so I'll leave it at that. But yes, I definitely recommend setting yourself up a grid-based system, that you, a tick box system that you can refer to for the week. So Monday to Sunday, list of health habits down the left-hand side, grid system to tick off, and then you've got it to refer to. Uh, I just want to add to that, that when we are looking at the system, it's not 
the intention of the system is not to do everything perfectly all of the time. The intention of the system is to continuous improvement. So if you're only ticking off half your boxes every week, it gives you that representation where you can see what needs to improve most. <clears throat> it allows you to select the habits that you can um, easily achieve. So I would focus on those first. It's a bit like the barefoot investor debt snowball when you're paying off your debt. If you've ever practice that you start with the smallest easiest debt to pay off you put all of your debt repayment money towards that and then you tick it off it's gone so with your health habits make them achievable first because you're more likely to get them done then gradually increase the difficulty as you layer on your habits if this resonates with you um, I'd love to hear from you or if you have any questions on this system or my coaching email coach at fitaf.com.au and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thanks.